Welcome back to the Uprising Network. Yes, we are back with another episode of the Sincerely Yours official podcast. Uh, my whole intention was to uh, be consistent with these pods. Uh, I didn't realize that I had put one out in May. Or I think it was like late May I had put one out. And then next thing you know, I look up, it's August. Uh, I really need to be more consistent with these. And, you know, usually with these podcasts, when I was doing them with two other people, um, it was like I said, it was therapy for me. So I always made sure that there was a concentrated effort to come through every single week. No matter what the fuck we were talking about, I needed to sit and talk and get my mind off all the other frustrations. I'm going to go back and listen to a lot of those old episodes and see what those were like, because I know a lot of those were funny. Maybe I'll go ahead and repost those on the SoundCloud page or even the um, iTunes feed. Now, uh, before, well, the first, excuse me, the first episode, I had talked about uh, being depressed and going to therapy and whatnot. And since then, I have been going consistently. I haven't. I mean, I have, excuse me. I haven't missed a day. I think the only time I may have missed a day in the past time is maybe like one week when, you know, she was on my therapist was on vacation. And to be quite honest, it's helped me out tremendously. Um, it's helped me out tremendously. Like just to get, I'm going to get a little personal on these podcasts, man, because I really don't have an avenue to uh, get these out outside of therapy. And especially on the days when I'm not seeing my therapist and I just want to just put it, just get it off my chest. And then hopefully one day, you know, my son will go back and listen to these and maybe he'll learn from them. Um, what I really go through is, is, like I said, as far as depression, a lot of it is based around um, like the women that I've dealt with. Uh, like it's pretty much all through my adult years. You know, um, some people will be like, man, what, what 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 women got you stressed out or, you know, domestic violence issues and shit. Not me beating on women. I've definitely had my ass kicked by a woman before, and it usually because she was very insecure or, you know, it was me um, expressing how unhappy I was in a relationship. And then next thing you know, I'm getting cracked upside the head. And what I look like to be fighting a woman, especially a woman I know I can take. And the next thing you know, I'm the bad guy. Next thing you know, I'm in jail. But I digress. But specifically, therapy is just to remind me of how I'm not necessarily out of touch with myself. Um, Just having someone that I do not know personally, just to hear me out and to have an unbiased opinion uh, is super helpful um, because she doesn't really, you know, she doesn't know anyone, people that I'm talking about so that she can really give me some sound advice or some sound counseling to what is, she feel like is necessary to help me get through it. You know, I've suffered from some anxiety issues um, some of it stems from when I do release content on the uprising.tv, how scared I am every time to where I'll just post a video and then I don't even look at it no more. Like I don't go back and I don't check no numbers. I don't check no analytics. I don't check any comments. I don't check to see who's watching it across the world. If anybody's watching it, nothing. I just throw the shot up, turn my back and walk back down, run back down the court. And then when it's my time to grab the ball again, put it up, I shoot it. Don't even see if it go in. I turn around, walk back down the court. It's all um, anxiety based, and I think I'm not sure. It's been such a while ago that uh, I used I compared it to every time I put out a video, um, 
it's like jumping off of a um, waterfall and every single time like and I, and I don't really know how to swim so I look down on that waterfall and I jump every single time and then my stomach drop I hit the water whoo okay that wasn't that bad I get up do it all over again okay so that's that's a lot of where a lot of my anxiety comes from um, like it's a lot of things that really triggers um, really really triggers my anxiety uh, for example um it's like I, it's hard, it's hard for me to really like trust people because a lot of times I really go out of my way to assist other people or to go out of my way to make other people's lives easier. And then next thing you know, I look up and I'm I'm uh, lacking uh, that type of support from those people um, or even support for myself. You know, so um, that's one thing I definitely got to work on. I still find myself doing that to this day um, for um, and which reminds me, like I had a conversation with an artist uh, this past weekend, um, an artist that I was trying to look out for uh, with with the go in episode. And I felt like I was being kind of played to the left. And then next thing you know, there were some words said. And I haven't seen the nigga for like I seen him around for like two years, two years, but we never said nothing. And it's always because I felt like slighted a little bit. And all I and like I said, all I ever do is try to help people. I don't. uh, And with that, I don't ask anything from anyone that they don't ask for me. You know, I don't ask anybody. And a lot of times I don't even ask for no money. When it comes to this, if I do, it's usually a small amount. It's usually enough to just, all right, give me something to eat today or put something in my gas tank and then I got you. That's usually what the bottom line is. So um, I deal with that. Uh, and a lot of times I'm dealing with depression and anxiety and I, I find myself not even wanting to do uh, a lot of these projects that I'm working on. I know I'm creative. I know I have a lot of ideas that can work. But at the end of the day, this is me sitting behind the camera, uh, not a, a lot of times sitting in front of the camera. And I'm going to touch on that in a second as well. Sitting in front of the camera, uh, coming up with all these concepts, reaching out to people, scheduling and on top of my own personal schedule as well. So that's rough. But therapy is super helpful. Um, and I really recommend it to anyone. Um, if anybody wants to reach out, uh, you can reach me at reason 313 at gmail or you can go on the, the uprising.tv instagram page or you can find me on twitter all it's all there you just, I mean, i'm pretty easy to find you can just up google the uprising network and then the contact information you will find it somewhere it's there um so uh another thing i want to touch on is with rebranding the network now uh now when i f- Years ago, when I started, I was doing music videos, and those were really, really good for me because I knew I could just do the video, give it to the artist, and the artist do all the work behind the video. I'll post it a few times. I post it on the YouTube channel, whatever, and then the artist just do all the work from there. 
So that was seen. That seemed like okay. This is easy. I get paid to do that. The artists do that. to push themselves. Next thing you know, word of mouth spreads. Oh, I want to work with respect shooter. Oh, I want to work with respect shooter. Next thing you know, I'm booked up for the weekend. You know, doing two, three videos in a day. You know, five videos in in a week sometime, and then sometime that shit slow up. Now, what I say that to say this is, with the uprising network, this is my baby, and like. Uh, it's really hard for me. Like I'm terrible at promoting myself. I'm terrible at promoting myself, and also uh, there are projects that I uh, brought people along for on the network. Sometimes it just don't work out, or they're not. They can't be consistent enough with me. So a lot of times I put myself in front of the camera, which I do not like to do. In this day and age, people buy into. A specific person instead of a excuse me specific brand and i don't like that i honestly do not like that i like i liked it when say for example um i'm a huge rockefeller fan i'm a huge rockefeller fan so everything under that rockefeller umbrella i support it it wasn't like yo i'm just a jay-z fan and so i'm only buying jay-z supporting rockefeller because of jay-z no I support Rockefeller because I believe in everything that it stands for. So now in, in 2018, let's see, that was years ago. But now in 2018, you have all these people who consider themselves a brand. They're their own brand, which why are people being considered to be brands instead of actual like brands being considered brands? Which is very frustrating to me because I don't I don't I don't like being in front of the camera too much. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. I don't really even like my voice, you know, to even be talking on a podcast, but I'm definitely getting better. At it and I know this is what I got to do. I got to be my own cheerleader. So uh, I've definitely taken some time off from being consistent and putting out projects. If you go to uprising.tv, you can see that there are spurts where I put out seven videos in a week or it go to 10 videos. And then one time it'd be one video a week or it'd be none, no videos for a couple weeks. But um, I am still working, you know, I'm just trying to find a different way to get my content out there because what it is, is that you have all these people in these videos that I'm working with, um, people are like, okay, so who It's more like people are involved with the who instead of the what they want to know who is involved with these things instead of what these things are about, you know, and then I really don't get that much support online as well. Um, as far as people like sharing my content, I, I the most support I get is usually on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays, people hit my DM, bro, I got this video. I get a bunch of comments, yo, bro, good job. Or they'll they'll copy the video and post it on their page and whatnot, which is fantastic. Tuesday is by far the biggest and most um, has the most impressions every single time, every single time. And I try to do it every week, but I want to change it up because I'm tired of doing it the same format that I have it. I got a logo for it and everything, which I haven't used yet. I got a logos for most of my projects that I really haven't used. But anyway, um, so I feel like I'm just babbling. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how what is the best way for me to do it, because I said I grew up on the Suge Knight phrase where it's like when, when he was down playing Puffy, like all in the videos dancing i'm not trying to be all in the videos dancing but it seems like that's going to be the only way this shit is going to work if i'm all in the videos dancing you know 
it, for lack of a better phrase. So um, I'm, I'm going through that right now. Uh, I'm really just trying to figure out what is the best way for me to do that. Um, I do have definitely a, su- a support team. Everybody you see on camera is a support team. Uh, I may not talk to everybody every day, or it may not be like a, a family environment per se, but they, I know that I got all of their support for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm changing a few things up. Um, Ladies Love Lyrics is still going um, still going to happen. Go In is going to have a different format. Uh, I'm going to find I'm going to put myself in front of the camera more often when I do interview these artists. And I got some good feedback on the last few uh, going episodes as well. I think the last one might have been the Chavis Chandler episode. Um, I got some good feedback. A lot of people said that was the best episode yet. And a lot of it had to deal with, of course, how Chavis answered questions, but also how the questions that I gave him when we were having these conversations. And, he, and even he was saying, like, a lot of it I had cut out, but he was saying, like, damn, a lot of, a lot of them questions I ain't never been asked before. So he, he gave me some good praise on that as well. So I know I'm definitely got to get better with the interviewing. Um, like I said, Ladies Love Lyrics is happening. There are a few other projects that I want to do in front of the camera. A lot of times I don't have nobody to handle the behind the camera thing. Like, so, um, and so dealing with my therapy and dealing with rebranding, uh, I had to definitely take a step back this summer. There were a lot of things that I wanted to do. I had a game show that I wanted to do. Um, there are, uh, without, I haven't even announced some other things, but the, primarily the game show is definitely what I wanted to do. It's, it's an idea still nobody else is doing. I don't feel like anyone is putting out um, as much as original content as I am. I really honestly feel like nobody can fuck with me on that. Uh, I'm a, basically a one man team behind the camera. Um, so since I feel like nobody can fuck with me behind, behind that, do I be cocky with it? I don't know if I'm. It's a different between being cocky and Eric, uh, cocky and confident. Excuse me. I am confident with my work. It's more so like I just don't want to be seen. That's just the whole thing. So my therapist is helping me out with that. Like just just do it. A lot of it is really just do it. You know, I remember the first time where I just launched the net. I jumped out of bed and I think I uh, the first thing I did for the network was um, a podcast. I remember sitting in my closet, a walk in closet in my apartment and I just sat in the closet because I needed like a soundproof booth. And uh, I just did the podcast. I put it out. A few people, you know, listened and they was like, OK, well, we see this is going somewhere. Um. So that is those are the main things that I'm working on now. Therapy, getting my uh, self-confidence up in front of the camera, rebranding to be, I guess you could say the puff daddy is being like all in the videos, which I never really want to put myself in front of the camera. But we're going to do that. So you're going to see a change in the network as far as that. Uh, And then also there's fatherhood. Like I have a five year old now, like he just turned five this past weekend and you know, of course, my son, I always feel like my son is my best friend. He's literally since day one, the only one I feel like, well, outside of like maybe my mom, he's the only one that showed me unconditional love over the past five years that he's been here. Um, without him here, I don't know how I probably would have held it all together. Uh, I said that and uh, I believe in the first podcast, if I didn't say it, well, I'm gonna say it again. Uh, like I remember Christmas, one Christmas, I was definitely going to just go ahead and commit suicide. And the only reason I didn't 
is because I know my son needed me. Um, when I say he showed me unconditional love, like I could be having the worst day ever. Sometimes I may if I have my patience may be like super short with him. And with that, like I, I may raise my voice. I, I don't ever hit my kid. I don't ever hit him or nothing like that. So it's not like I'm beating his ass or nothing like that. But sometimes I may it, it get mad like because he didn't eat his vegetables or something. I'm mad at something else, but I'm end up taking it out on him. And uh, no matter what the no matter what, he's always there. He's always happy. He's always telling me he loved me without him. I don't know what I would do. I really I really don't know what I would do. You know, he he's the one that keeps me together. It's probably be the other way around. But as of now, he keeps me together no matter if I'm having a bad day. He can tell I'm having a bad day. He, he can really tell if. I'm in the mirror, I'm getting dressed or something like that. He'll just tell me how nice I look. If he see me brushing my hair in the mirror, he'll be like, Dan, Dad, your hair looks nice. And what does he do? He'll go to the barbershop and say he want his hair to look just like mine. He want a haircut just like mine. So he is the one that keeping me up. Even today, even to this day, without Jordan, my son, I, I don't I really don't know like he and so that so like I said that's that's my best friend no matter what and of course as a parent I'm always there for him I teach him how to be you know um, understand his emotions how to, to uh, use his words um, really how to be polite how to be uh, friendly um, all these things that you know uh, which I probably go into the next episode as far as like um like leading men and raising a man um, and how my dad did or didn't do versus how I'm doing it. Um, I just really, it's just that no matter what happens in this world, I know my son got my back, period. So um, that's why I consider him my best friend. And he's starting school soon, which I'm very, very nervous about because, um, He's going to, a, to be honest, he's going to a predominantly white school, you know, um, and him being a black kid in a predominantly white school. I just worry, especially in 2018, how that is going to affect him or if it may affect him. And people tell me that's not something I should worry about, especially this young. But I can't help it. I really cannot help it. Um, so I'm dealing with all of these things and. Uh, I know I'm a great father. I know I'm a great provider. I'm a great teacher. All of these things. Um, So that's not something I'm not worried about fatherhood in the sense of raising him to be a great man. Uh, I'm worried about all the things that he's going to have to deal with when he goes to school. And I can't be there necessarily to save him every single time. Um, That's one thing I'm definitely worried about. But I am excited. He's excited to go to school. Uh, I'm excited to be there uh, with him. Not in school, but be there, you know, through the steps and shit, homework and, you know, talking about whatever he's going through. I'm excited about all of that. Um, and the last thing, but least, is being consistent. Every single morning, I tell my son I love him. I kiss him. Every single morning, um, I try to be as positive, wake up with a positive attitude as possible. A lot of times it isn't because I'm frustrated about something the night before or the fact I couldn't sleep, but I'd be consistent with staying as positive as possible, giving people the room to breathe, not being an asshole all the time, because I could be an asshole sometime and not even realize it um, because I, my patience is usually short, but my patience is much further now. So also 
I want to be consistent with releasing these podcasts more often. A lot of people be think saying I'm a mystery, uh, mysterious. But if you listen to these podcasts, I'm not going to just say like, yo, I'm putting all my business out there. But when you listen to these podcasts, um, you're going to learn a little bit more about me and a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes of building the network. Um, and maybe you spread it to some people that may be going through the same thing and maybe that can help or maybe I can start a support group. But there are a lot of uh, there's some live um, events that I, I have in mind that I'm going to put out um, eventually may not be this year, but it's going to happen. Um, I'm glad I finally got this off my chest to do another podcast. If you have any other questions, like I said, just reach out to me. Um, I'm definitely a work in progress. The network is a work in progress. And thank you guys for all your love and support. Uh, This is Sincerely Yours, man. Until next time.